Don't drink at all. Hey yo. Crashing on some Sims. Crashing into the podcast. Cheers, man. What's up? Salut. Make sure I get the right angle. We're here, uh, coming to you live. Who? I put some hair in your chest, dude. Hair in your lungs. Ah, man. That's a wake-up call. What's up? What's Justin, on? Mario. What's good, man? From a Crowleyan. Oh, God, that got to me. Getting that warm feeling. Whew. American, uh, what do we get? American honey. All right, so, um... We're here with a Crolean, two-thirds, or two-fifths, rather. Um, I don't know. We were just bullshitting outside for a minute. Um, I don't know. Tell me, like, the I guess the origins from where you guys started to where you guys are at now. I know you got a new album coming out. My bad, bro. This shot just fucked me <laughs> up, dog. Cool. No, Not that, even going to lie. That's that a knockout punch. Trying to like collect my breath. I'm like, ah, man, I got you. Um, I all right. But yeah, I know you guys got a new album coming out. I, I did hear a couple of the songs on them. Um, so, I mean, what, what kind of went into that process? Wow. So that's been, what, a, a year now, right? About a year? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so about a year ago, had some lineup changes in the band. Um, you know, Nick with us in Win by Two. Right. He's the bass player and our guitarist, Dylan. And right shortly after, we also announced that we were going to do a full length because our first release was a five song EP. So we, you know, we were doing a 10 track full length. And hopefully that should be out either the end of September, early October, the latest. Mm-hmm. It's pretty much all tracked. Just needs to mix and master and, you know, get distributed. But we should be good to go within like a month. Nice. Nice. So you got uh, got about a month uh, till that. That's uh, that's solid. So you got 10 songs. I know that you released a couple, right? Already? Three, right? yeah. Three, yeah. Three singles. We now. were going to do two, but when with COVID hit, it kind of stalled the recording process a little bit. Right. So we figured, you know, what's a way to kind of, you know, keep interest and, you know, give people something so they're not like waiting. You know, we wanted everybody to hear this stuff. Like it's good. It's good material. And it's, um Definitely shows like a point of growth in the band, like right. writing wise, stylistically. How so? It's, I mean, I mean, you want to take that yeah, one? Yeah, sure. Um, this release, as compared to our last one, like uh, Mary was saying, with the lineup changes, um, just having some new members that have a little bit different influences pushing us in this album. I feel like it's just got a bit more of a diverse sound, and there's also tracks that. Like, I've contributed um, from my writing. Uh, Mario and Dylan have tracks they contributed. So it's kind of like a more of a blend of, like, the long-term influences of the Crowleyan plus the new members we've added. So it's just kind of like this. Uh, it's definitely more like, technical, too. It's really, yeah, it's a really good uh, yeah. course stir-fry, I would say. Nice. Yeah, man. It's, it's definitely tasty. a lot of... Um, I know we've been listening to a lot of hardcore lately, mm-hmm. too. And, like, that's a, that's a definitely idea. got some of that in there, too. It's a good blend of like hardcore elements, like old school stuff, but also some of that new school metalcore, but also like old school metalcore, and then like all of that sandwiched in with like deathcore. Like deathcore, like it's, yeah. There's, it hits a lot of different points, like genre wise. Like that's what I'm really psyched about the it, most. It, it's kind of cool too, because we'll play like all genre, or we'll play like all 
subgenre metal shows. So like we can play with like you know four or five metalcore bands and be fine. Mm-hmm. We can play with heavier bands and be fine. Like we like our last show was a Body Snatcher. You were there dude, at the Voltage Lounge. Was- Dude, that show was fire, That was man. amazing, dude. That's before the world went to fucking... Before the world went to shit. Oh, went to hell, man. Dude, dude I, I yeah. always say if that was our last show, I'd die happy. Right, man. That it, was sick. It, it's kind of explain... I'll kind of try to sum it up into words, man. That was really my first experience um, at like a real, real metal show. And it was something out of this world, you know what I mean? Like it's something I had never experienced before. It was like people... Um, you know, it was just, it had this like energy in the air, man. And it was, it was fucking fire. Dog. Yeah. It's, you know what it's I mean? a different vibe too. Yeah. And like, and like Voltage Lounge, you know, while it being slightly bigger than some of the other venues we played, it's still a relatively small venue. So that yeah, vibe with a packed in venue like that, you know, it's just crazy. There like, was still like probably like 300 people there. Yeah. Oh yeah. At least. Easily. Yeah. yeah. It was, it was amazing, dude. I, we watched the set footage back from that show was it was incredible yeah 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 definitely appreciate you coming out to that and yeah all, man everybody that dude uh, yeah that's fine the Corleum was at that show too a lot of people a lot of, so yeah like, shout out to you for that too like that was that like the we, okay. defi- we definitely uh hit on like having people at like there's there's no reason other to do this than spread the music to fans and stuff so having friends and fans and stuff that like are all about the music as much as we are. Like, that just hypes us up more to write more music. Yeah, and it's it's cool because, like... Yeah. Obviously, all of us are multiple projects, and, like, you know, we're all a pretty, like, tight-knit group, and it's cool, like, man, coming out to support us. Like, I was going to say right before Justin made his comment, too, like, that picture you took of us backstage, <laughs> we actually, like, blew up on a poster. Yeah, man. Did you really? Yeah. No shit. Yeah. I still have it. It's in our merch box. That's awesome. We're, we're gonna dude. we're gonna probably print a few more and make that like part of the merch bundles with the album. Yeah. Really? I yeah. accidentally wore the same outfit as I did to the Body Snatcher set. <laughs> yeah, he's wearing the same outfit. Right, right now. The same clothes, uh, the exact same that outfit. Picture, the red, the it is. shirt. It yeah, is. It just shows that that's him twenty four seven. Right. That's right. him every day. Yeah, man. Lives this shit, dude. Yeah, man. You live, breathe, and fucking, you know, th- th- that's what you embody at the end of the day. I mean, that's that's what we all love doing, man. That's why we still fucking do what we do. Um, yeah, man, it's 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 awesome, you know, watching you guys because, like I said, it's for me, it, it, it's a completely different taste, you know what I mean? But you guys hit it very well, and you touched on, like, other, like, subgenres and, and stuff like that, so... I mean, how did you guys essentially, you know, what bands really influenced you getting into this kind of style of music? Man, it's tough. All right, so I would say, like, for me, especially, like, the early Acrolean stuff, like the first EP, was a lot of, like, how can we take, like, 2008 Suicide Silence or, like, Whitechapel, blend that with, like, some, like, modern hardcore elements with like you know like knocked loose varials that kind of stuff how can we take that and kind of mold it because that's kind of like where i was musically at the time i mean i'm sure justin i mean he listens to like some heavy shit too like and we we kind of bounce back and forth bands that we find like we'll look shit up on youtube and find bands all the time right and we'll like go to small shows um yeah that's a that's a good point too. yeah our influences are like part just 
us as a gang of friends like discovering new bands as we like try to figure out like what we call ourselves right and it's also like playing shows with bands we never heard before like we played shows with like hardcore bands from new york or we played a show um with a band from connecticut called no i has seen i believe one yeah. of our last year yeah. before covid and they're like that a really Atlanta cool metalcore yeah. band that has like has singing and like softer elements but also has like really heavy hitting parts like Right. bands that have that cool balance like we started playing with a lot of bands like that and then we started thinking oh how can we like put that into our sound but still have our like our kind of heavy like cutting like sword style type stuff i guess yeah yeah man. yeah and it's interesting like we'll like we'll go we'll be like okay you know starting out we're like all right like i think we're like a deathcore band then we'll go play shows and some of the other bands we're playing with that would be considered like metalcore. We're we're playing similar riffs and similar parts to us, and we're like, oh, maybe we also have like a little bit of metalcore in there too. And then we would play like you know we would go see like a hardcore band. Like we went to Creep Records in Philly that one time. That was a cool show. That was a great show. Um, yeah, and it, like you know I've heard of Creep. Yeah, dude. Yeah, we saw that was awesome. In Philly. That was sick. But um, but yeah, like like those kind of bands, like like all those like two step riffs and like those really heavy parts. With like a lot of groove, yeah, 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 like that. Well, it, well all right. So, Nate, so well, we like, just pull yeah. from everything. Like, yeah, and it's kind of like this, like blend, like where I said earlier, like we've played with all different, like subgenres of like metal bands, and pretty much fit in. I mean, even like people that are like older that maybe are more into like classic metal, or even like yo, like you know, I can get into this too. Like, there's something for me in here too. Right. Yeah. Yeah, man, that's solid, dude. Um, what's I don't know. You were talking about a couple of your shows there, um, like the the AC one, the Philly one. Yeah, yeah. The 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 AC one was that the one with uh, like Friend Circle and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's the one. Dude, the they were great. Yeah, what, they where were was Friend Circle's good too? Yeah, they were solid. really tight live, dude. Like, yeah, they're an amazing live band. Yeah, yeah. That that that's. I mean, for for you know. For your guys' sound to to that, you know, that's it's awesome, and and that's yeah. the whole thing and it was, about it, it too. It was such a cool like thing because it's, it's very you know they had their versatile. style. We had ours. Yeah. There was a couple bands that were metalcore bands. Like right. it was a diverse like all genre yeah. show, right? And it really worked. We're, like every band drew a decent crowd, and it was a great night. We're definitely we're super about that. Like even if even if we're like a heavy metal like deathcore band. We still play shows with pop punk bands and yeah. Yeah, bands I mean, that aren't like something you would consider some of our fans even listening to. Some of our other fans like really dig a lot of different stuff. So like we're about promoting music even if it's not exactly our genre because like multi genre. Just want to build the scene in is general. The, is right. the best way to build like. And I mean, you know, we've community. talked about this like being in Win by Two together. Like that's the other half of my music taste. Right. You know, so if I'm not yeah. listening to the heavier stuff, I'm listening to like a lot of pop punk and a lot of alternative yeah, and like man. rock type yeah. stuff where it's just cool because I get the best of both worlds. Right. Yeah. I mean, it, dude, Justin, I mean, I know you've, you know, you've been in, you know, you were in, I guess, essentially win by two uh, in the be in the beginning, yeah. I guess, back. From yeah, it, this you one. Know? Yeah, um, we. we we were called the off chance at that point. Yeah. The off chance, yeah. Dude, there's actually the video the, on my phone I was telling you when we were jamming. Um, Nick started writing the 90s song. Right. Mm-hmm. He was the drummer. Yeah. And yeah, we, man. We that was, like that was from times. like December. Right. It's crazy how it all comes full circle, but it's like, 
you know, that that's what it's all about, man. It's like staying, you know, um, you know, staying in touch and, and, and connecting and collabing with everybody. Cause it's like, you know, I don't, for me, I don't want the local scene to go to the wayside. Yeah, and so absolutely it's like not. staying innovative, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and, and staying ahead. So, I mean, um, you know, what do you guys see? Like, I guess, how, how can you guys stay, you know, one foot in front of the, uh, of the other? I know you got the album coming out and everything like that, you know, but any, like, sh- I know we got the show. I don't know how much we can promote with that, man. Yeah, we have a, with, with the whole situation going on with the pandemic, we've been, like, playing a lot of things by ear. You know, yeah. We've been doing more of the, you know, stream variety where we'll record a practice or we'll just kind of send it out we'll there. We'll just have a couple it, yeah. friends show up to like a birthday party, but nothing yeah. official because those kind of parties are, we still keep that under current, you know, guidelines and stuff. Like it's only. And we'll just kind of call people. it a show. Right. So we're right. hoping in a couple of weeks and we'll probably, we'll be posting about it when we know more, like on the Facebook and all that for Colian, but. When we know more, we'll probably do one of those streams where we play like a house type show to like five, ten people. Yeah. Know, and it's everybody's social distance and whatnot. And then we'll record because that's that's basically our supplement to being able to play shows where we sell tickets or have people come out because venues aren't really open yet in the area still. Right. And like it works out for us where like even when shows were a thing, like we usually had a decent draw. You yeah, you yeah. Like you like it was, like it got to the lot. point where we're like, you know like for example, playing with Body Snatcher, like we played a show that Whitechapel was on mm-hmm. the same bill and like, you know, Revocation and yeah. Dying Fetus Yeah, and, that's crazy. Like that's a huge bill. That yeah. And regardless, even just being on the side stage, it's still a lot of tickets you gotta sell. Right. And we sold them, we didn't have to eat them, we sold them. And we brought a whole crew of people up to Reading, PA, and the place was just like the Voltage House was full. Well, it's like now, I mean, look at it. I mean, you know, because before, I mean, there's a lot of it where you have to rely on the venues, right? Like, you have to rely on... There is, especially the real small places. Like, when you play, like, you know, smaller clubs or bars, the reason why sometimes they struggle is because... A promoter will give these locals, okay, here's your tickets to sell, here's your pre-sales. Right. You know, and then from there, it's, okay, just go go promote Good your luck. show. And so, yeah. They'll put out, like, a Facebook event page or, like, a flyer. They'll maybe put a flyer up at the venue, and at the end of the day, they do that, and then they collect ticket money. Right. And don't get me wrong, it's not everybody. There's, there's some promoters that we yeah. still work with today that they offer us a show, and like that we hop right on because we know they're going to treat us right right and they're great you know they're they do it they do the promotion right but that's like i said that's the issue a lot of local venues like it's locals that are still trying to grow their fan base that need that not only that support from like a a good headliner that that'll draw Mm -hmm. but also like a promoter that'll you know promote the show and really push ticket sales right and more often than not, especially with the hyper local shows, it just doesn't happen. Well, how do you see? I mean, in your specific quote unquote scene, how do you see that local scene turning out? I guess you know. It's it's, it's been like right a, now. Um, it's like hit and miss. Yeah, sometimes. I was gonna say that too, and it's been difficult because I feel like 
Um, we're seeing a couple artists that are kind of hanging up for now because there's not places to play, which is always really sad to see, you know, friends that we've jammed with. Always. But um, we're trying to do as much as we can in the really small container we've been put in in terms of, like, not being able to play live yet. Right. So we're going to keep pushing on, you know, doing the streams, doing stuff like this, getting into podcast type stuff. And also, I mean, we could probably queue up a couple, like, demo type things if you wanted to hear something of that. Like, yeah. Yeah, later man. On, later on, whatever. Well, it's funny because one of the, I think one of the first episodes, I don't, I think it was our episode. I think I might have sent you one, right, to use. Well, as like, yeah, yeah, you did. Yeah. Um, I, and it was off this record, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, that's crazy, dude. I, I used that at, at at the end of. Yeah, uh, it was off this record. That's what's up. What what um, song yeah. was that? Dude, which one did I give you? Did I give you? Black I'm about Hawk? to go was into it? the internet and look, but yeah, I don't, have pull, all the I don't ca- remember if it was. I don't have all the cameras set up. Oh, man, I don't want to say do the wrong song. Hold on, let me yeah, see. I'm trying to remember. I personally don't even. Know. I'm trying. When was that show? I'm trying to remember like what single we had just put out around that time. It was, dude. Honestly, it was probably like in June, maybe like late May, June. Maybe Bonebreaker. That was the third single. Yeah, that was the third single. I don't remember which one I sent you. Well, I, I totally spaced out. I don't the, remember. Three, the three singles we have out that are all on the Human Recondition, which mm-hmm. is our first full length, are Seeing Red, uh, Black Lung, which features Paulie Smith, who is in my other project called Grim Thinker. Amazing, dude. Um, and then awesome vocals. A song that I was I worked on personally that's more of like our kind of old school hardcore element that's called Boom Breaker. I think that might be the one. That might be it, cause that's that came out around that time, so that would make sense. Right. Um, but yeah, if you want, yeah, if you want to queue anything like, up, dude. The cool, the cool thing about that is like unintentionally, we didn't even really try to do that. Those three tracks kind of give a good synopsis of like the blend we're going for. Seeing Red is more of like your kind of blend of old school and modern metalcore. Like there's some after the burial stuff, but there's also couple like kill switch style riffs like stuff that mario's really good at um showcasing in acrolean and then you have black lung which has kind of those heavier death core elements like paulie's pretty... doing his his guest spot yeah oh right. yeah very, over that breakdown very death, right. very death core for and sure. then you have boom breaker which is death core too kind of but like also hits on those hardcore it's elements definitely, yeah, that, yeah that two-step bounce around groove that i personally love you know two-step in a show so i yeah, I like writing two steps and stuff. Cause it just gets everybody kind of bouncing. Moving, yeah, dude. dude. It gets everyone it's, moving. Yeah, it's fun like to move one of those. The show. Like you, you yeah, hear it all the dude. time when singers are like, "I don't want to see anybody standing around." But it's yeah, like, if you personally are standing around still, like you're you're playing into that. So I, you know, play shows, but I'll be moshing one for other bands. Like I'm right. intending on doing that. When you we do. do the house show, yeah. If you when you uh, when will I two plays? Yeah, I'm man. Probably gonna be. Yeah. Playing. The whole time. That's what it's about, dude. Just like you know, tearing tearing the place down. Essentially, you know, that's why we make music metaphorically. Yeah, you know or what I mean. Physically, in the case I mean, of the, both. the Philly house show. Depending who you are. Yeah. <laughs> Should we tell that story? If you want. The Philly Fuck. house show. All right, oh, dude. The infamous South Philly house show. Typical Philly row home, right? Yeah. Like what street small was it? row home. Sheridan Street. Might have been Sheridan Street. 
It was real, yeah, real small side street. Yeah, you can only park on one side, but the cars are kind like, of dude, parked up to, on the to, sidewalk. To load in was like it. It was scary. You had to like angle the car, in, <laughs> and like people were like doing this. Oh man, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Busy, but um, busy South Philly. Street. It was sick, dude. It was a packed this packed row home. It was a house show. But yeah, was it like the G spot at all? It was. No, it was inside. It was this. For, this this it was, was inside. This right. was like, you walked up the stairs in the and it was like house, living room. And the living room was the show. They cleared oh, their right entire living room out, right turned it into a venue. House. Wow! Like where a couch would be was his drum kit. Yeah. Wow! Just in the corner, <laughs> in the corner dude, of the house, dude. It was it was amazing. That's and they had they ran the sound through the kitchen. Oh wow! Yeah. Like, they had the PA set, and they ran the mixing board through the kitchen. All through, okay. Yeah. It's very organic. Yeah, yeah, dude. Fuck yeah. This house show, there was people fucking jumping off the stairs. <laughs> it, like, into the pit. Breaking, like, literally breaking our, down the yeah, house. Yeah, they damaged dude, the, our, uh, wait, yeah, the drywall set. where the... Like, what bands were on that ticket? Shit. It was a Crowleyan, uh Script of Chaos, Mario's Metalcore Side Project. Oh. You're not you're not in that project, are you? He I actually recorded the bass. Yeah, I dabble he dab- with yeah, the he, bass he, parts. He's like a he's like a you know, like a recurring character on the show. Right. <laughs> I'm a secondary character. They liked him so much they kept writing him into the script. <laughs> but yeah, no, he um we put a single out, uh, Living on Borrowed Time and he tracked the bass. Okay. Yeah, and he and he filled in for the last few shows and played bass. Nice. Um but there's dude, a, there's a band. I think they're called a, Juniper Dream. Or Juniper something. Dream closed. They were all yeah, after us. They were like some math style. They were sick. Like clean were, channel guitar. Type. Right. Some cool. like Chan type shit. Yeah. Yeah. It was nice. Um, for those who fall, play yeah, the show for those Perennial. Fall also I think. Played, did Perennial really play that show? Leo was there, the drummer. The oh wow. He was the one who jumped off the stairs. Oh yes, yeah. <laughs> dude, See, I, that, dude, a lot a, of that night wasn't even. Dude, it was a fucking madhouse. And then my, how could I forget my other side project, which was called Dismisser at the time. Right. Grimthaker played with a different lineup, obviously. Uh-huh. So I played a set with that band. I played a set with the Crowleyan, and then I played a bass set with Scripted Chaos. So you had so three I was, sets. Yeah, I was super tired. Gee, I can imagine. Mario's gonna do three sets. Yeah. Or, You're coming up on three sets. Yeah. Yeah. For that little for house, house gig, show, um, if we little get together. Yeah. But um, you'll be tired. Yeah, but dude, sure, that show was crazy. Like, it's worth it. Oh yeah. So they man. broke the <laughs> fuck yeah. They broke the drywall in the house. I'd play three sets right now. <laughs> yeah, someone offered absolutely. me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Somebody went downstairs and came back up. They're like, "All right, guys, you did it. You fucking literally shifted the house. Like, <laughs> like the beams in the basement were were like that, and wow. there was like dust fucking falling from the ceiling in the basement. Right. Like on the kid while we were playing because people were crowd killing each other like into the. Like into the walls. As they should. Yeah, as they should. As they should. We, we encouraged it. Yeah. Because, like, dude. I it, got crowd killed. Oh, Switchblades. It was their house. Okay. They, yeah. they were <laughs> on the show. Yeah, there was yeah. a lot of bands. Yeah, it there was, was their, it was their house. It was somebody in their okay. band's house. Yeah. But fuck. That's one, yeah. <laughs> There's at least five or six bands. That was a, it, was a, it was a sick show, dude. It yeah, was I got packed. punched. Some, some girl punched me in the back of my head. It was a good time. <laughs> I had a Chase Utley jersey on. Damn, <laughs> dude. <laughs> it was. It was Who, somebody Philly. was dressed like Deadpool. Oh, Philly it was on um, that kid Eric. Was, yeah. <laughs> sounds like a Halloween show. Yeah, dude, 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 it was in like, February. Dude, too, he was moshing <laughs> wearing a Deadpool costume. Just going there, like throwing That's pretty spin, sick. spin kicks and windmills like as Deadpool. Could he pull it off like Ryan Reynolds? <laughs> Possibly. Probably. Probably. Stunt yeah. double. Stunt double, yeah. But, um, yeah, dude, that was. That might have been the craziest, like, 
small show. Like that was one of them. Smaller. Well, you guys show. shifted a house, man. Dude, that was like a proud moment. Right. We that played, mean, that goes down to history. It's definitely like it's really fun. Like it, even when we have practice, like we try to get you know rowdy in our little practice space. But it's, well, it's hard it's, not to. It's yeah, more. You know? It's so much more fun. When and you when you do, yeah, when you do, it's it. more fun. Yeah. Like, you, you, it translates to the shows. Like you're not just standing there and like. Especially having no stage that. presence. Yeah, yeah. Like right. Because it's kind of a genre where you you should feel that way, and like if it doesn't make you feel that way, I mean. Why are you how, there? I don't know how. Like, right. Because right. there are bands that you'll watch and it's like, like don't get me wrong, like we, we, we try to play as clean as we can and like make sure we play our shit pretty tight. Sure, yeah. But like, you know, we'll play with bands in our scene where like, yeah, this dude's like ripping a solo and like, or this this riff is like crazy hard to play. But like, it almost goes unnoticed because with no stage presence, it's just like, they're watching you not moving then instead of watching instead of listening to like this amazing shit you're playing right yeah it's it's weird like that like so it, it, they go hand in hand like we try to have both we try to move around a lot on stage and then play shit that's like you know kind of we try to one up ourselves every time we write shit right so i mean speaking on really like writing shit so i know we we touched on earlier about the album right mm-hmm. um now, how how many years I guess in the, in the making has this has this been really? This album about yeah, a year. About a year. Yeah, about a year. Um, it would have been a lot less. I mean, COVID kind of like really put us on hold because, you know, our guitarist Dylan, where we do our recordings, he has a home studio set up. Um, he records we, everything. He records all. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, like yeah. we do all that there. He mixes and masters everything, and mm-hmm. we had a good chunk of the album recorded before covid and with covid i think somebody was his brother i think has um a bad immune system yeah there's there's a few things there's a few yeah that, but like, regardless and he's also able, pretty far i mean he we lives, weren't able to link up as readily as we he lives like at, almost an we hour were, away we weren't so, able to like complete the pace like me and justin right. we can we can link up whenever I mean, we live down the road from each other like we, we we'll have ideas and we'll drive over and like work on them like he's a good hour drive um, plus, like I said, with him having to kind of quarantine with his family for a bit, I'm te- dude. I'm we telling you, do man. anything. I'm telling you, man. I mean, I don't know if you guys do, but like getting a getting like a little like the the little pre sonus box I have back there, dude. I've been ever since you brought that up to me. I'm telling you, dude. It, I've been like thinking about it. I'm because, telling you. So that's my plan. Like when I move and like get my like own spot. The condo I'm in now well, really that wouldn't. would even be great for you, for you right now. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. No, I guess you're right. Just to lay guess, some tracks down. Yeah. Send them back and forth. Because the reason why I've been holding off because I'm like you know when my lease is up when my place I'm in now, I want to I want to have a house where I can build something like this, like in a spot in a house where I can you know I know it'll be there permanently. I can build on it. Right. And not have to cut corners and buy something small for now and get by on it. You know I want to yeah. like do it right. Right. But no, I mean, it's that also really isn't too, you know, it doesn't really break the bank. So you, in the interim, it would be good. Um, But yeah, unfortunately, with none of us but Dylan having something like that, I mean, he does a solid job, though, I will say. He does an amazing job. He he re recorded our our first EP um, and the production on it and the sound. I mean, it's amazing. He did a great job. Yeah. Yeah. and like I said, we're, we're recording the album with him too. 
Um, and again, I mean, everything from the, you know, engineering to the production, it's all done by the band and he is a huge part in that and he really like shapes our sound. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. Like he, Justin will tab out one of the songs that we wrote and send him a MIDI file and, and that can be on a Friday and by like Sunday he goes, here's the track. Yeah. He'll demo the whole thing out. Yeah. And then we'll be like, holy shit. Like he'll, he'll demo it out so we get to hear how it sounds. And then we're just like, holy shit. Like, dude, you, you nailed it on the first try. Like he's that fucking well. I mean, sick at it. He he's he's a. I've I've worked a lot with Dylan too because we were in a band called Yami together. He introduced us to Dylan. He's known Dylan longer. Um, they were in a band together. 2014, 2015. We actually played with a couple bands that were bigger, like a band called Oceano. Okay. Uh, Lorna Shore from New Jersey. Like kind of those kind of. So you you known him for a while. Yeah, like six, seven years at least, and he's definitely kind of with like. The longer you do music, the more you're better at, like, editing your music as you go. Yeah. Like, once you write a riff a hundred times, it's way easier to pick out the notes that are right and wrong in the scale, etc. He does that with production. Like, I feel like he knows how to take a take and cut it and splice it because he's been doing it for so so long. Just on the side, for my old project even, because he recorded our EP in 2015, Oh, so, so he's been doing it for yeah, a Yeah, he's minute. been doing it for a while, and yeah. now he's just gotten more gear and just gotten better, better at it, it. and yeah. now the 2020 mixes are, like, really something. Like, we, we get demo tracks, and we're just like, okay, I don't even... Like, we're, obviously, you will master it, but, like, it doesn't even need to be mastered to me. Like, yeah, like, just yeah. A yeah, like we want to just throw listener. it all out there, like, as is, like, it's that. And, like, we'll we'll write... Like, if we write something that, like like, Justin said, like, hearing it enough you kind of pick up like what parts you can tweak and like maybe like change a certain you know shape of a scale that you're playing or whatever right we'll write something and it'll maybe sound pretty good like as is but he'll change like a, a couple notes or like add a couple notes to it and all of a sudden Put it over the top it's something that's still the same but totally different at the same time right and it really fucking adds to everything Right. And it just makes it, like, more dynamic sounding. And there's, like, I don't even, like, look at it like, oh, he tabbed this wrong. I look at it like, oh, he made this better. And, like, and then the shit he'll write on his own and send us is, like, we, we listen to it and we're like, this is exactly what we're looking for. And, like, we're all on the same page as, like, songwriters. Like, we all like the same type of stuff. And when we get together in a room, I mean, the title track for our album, we literally was written as a jam. Like, we don't think we even changed anything from it. Like, I think he, we recorded it on a phone and Justin literally sat, like, piece by piece and, like, listened and watched our hands and, like, tabbed the song out. So and, you record. So you know how me and you did shit on BandLab before. Right. So was it like on voice recorder or was it like? No, it, uh, it was like a video. So yeah, like, it was, it was like we, an iPhone video. Yeah. Okay. Like and put it, it behind and, the drums. And then yeah, you tabbed and it was everything like three, out. And it was like a three parter. Like it was in three separate. It was kind of. Oh, I think we broke it down. No, it was in one long video. One but those, we had to chop it up to send in the messenger. It was one of those practices where we played all the songs and we were like, we want to make new stuff, but we. We didn't have a process, so like sometimes, some ideas. sometimes like, right. Dylan or Mario will just start playing, and I'll be like, "All right, like I already know in my head from the way our band has been written two albums already that the drums are going to sound a certain way, and that's what a Carlian sounds like." So I'll start playing the drum beat, 
and all of a sudden we put two minutes like we'll go from one beat to a two-step to a verse like and then we accidentally wrote like two minutes of a song and then we tweak it so the human recondition like the title track for the album was actually like just like a couple of hours session and then we just did a four minute jam just hit record and each of us kind of like oh i'm gonna play this part i'll play that part and then dylan and i um like we sent the track back and forth like dylan i tabbed a couple bits of it dylan wrote some of the obviously off the cuff so he knew how to write the tabs better so he tabbed right. out like, the middle section and then i like polished uh, yeah, off some of the end all parts the shit that, I that mario was writing yeah. And then, like, there was threw like, his drums on it and like sent it to Dylan mm-hmm. and literally listened to it a couple times, demoed it mm-hmm. like to a T and sent it to us and we're like, yeah. "Holy shit, dude!" And we we played that song a couple days ago at practice, so we we haven't even really worked on it like that, and right. we, we just started playing it. Like, yeah, like it was. I mean, Dylan it's played, a great song. Dylan, it was solid, like, yeah. Dylan, you know, knew every part. I knew like most of it. Justin knew all his parts. Well, see, that that's what I'm saying, because, you, I mean, you guys are all individually tight as musicians, so naturally, I mean, you're already, like, essentially recording. You know what I mean? You're already doing yeah. that. You're just doing it in a different way and passing it on in a different way. You and know it's what cool, I mean? too, because, like, even if we were to, like, say, okay, you know, give let's give Dylan a break, maybe either demo it out as like a scratch track or even just like hey we'll we'll record guitars and bass we'll outsource it for drums and vocals and mix and mastering right even with that it's like we can send it to like you know we went through corbin if we went to corbin and we're like hey man like this is what we're looking for here's this it's the work's already done like yeah he can take it okay cool i know what you're looking for i'm gonna mix and master it boom it's out and it's like a lot less work than like some bands that go into a studio and are like we have these ideas, but like we're we're not really fleshed out yet, and they waste most of their money and time, you know. Yeah, hours spent writing and remembering and rehearsing songs when they could be recording things that are already written and demoed out. Yeah, man. And yeah, that process for us just like, like Justin said, like we'll just kind of bounce ideas, and from having written, you know, two albums together, we already kind of know like what each other's gonna play, and we kind of like. Like, Dylan will, like, you know, transition these riffs, kind of already knowing where Justin's going with it. Mm-hmm. And then I'll just listen to what keys in and just hop in. And, like, same, like, Nick on bass will just figure out what key we're in and just hop in. And then Ant will come in with, like, you know, like a vocal pattern just to have an idea of what he's looking for and then go back and write lyrics. Like, we kind of all bounce that off each other, which is cool. Right. I mean, all right. So, h- how's it been different, though, for, for you guys? Because... Obviously, you've talked about being in other projects, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, how is it different from being in this project to being in, you know, A, B, C? You know what I mean? Like, how how do you translate, I guess, you know, you play... Because I know you play guitar, mm-hmm. you play drums, you play bass, you play everything. Justin and Mario, you play bass, guitar, and everything like mm-hmm. that. So, how is it, you know, translating from the, from the different genres? Like, do you, do you find it challenging or do you find it you know, more, I guess, open, you know, because you're open to write you whatever. You want to go first on that one? Yeah, I guess for I'm going to pour another shot if you guys want another shot, by oh, the I'm way. Oh, I'm still working on my drink, man. You pour me a... Take, yeah, go ahead, man. Drink me a, up. A three right. finger length. Drink. For me, I guess it's it's definitely like a benefit. It's definitely like a boost. Like, I don't think it's it's hampered in any way. Even when I was doing stuff um, with Win by Two when, before we changed the name, 
and I was still doing stuff with scripted, like we, we kind of use that same work ethic of like, we're all, you know, hanging out as friends, but we're also also like kind of pushing each other a little more than maybe we should sometimes to like get better and play harder stuff or heavier stuff. Right. Kind of shout out to American honey, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. We kind of, okay. you kind of spread that mentality out into the other projects. Like, um, we were pushing, you know, whether it be for like pop punk or for like Maris, like other metalcore stuff. We were pushing to like get more music out. We were pushing to get like a better sense of like synergy between our members just from doing that in a And I found like this band, I mean, I was in a, couple other bands when I was in high school that didn't go anywhere fast because if you don't have the formula figured out for you know making music together and getting somewhere with it you don't you get bored and tired of it really quick and you want to try something else so we found I think we found something that gets us away from that kind of dilemma where you we like lose interest over time yeah like yeah like going off that that's point, big like, that's huge I mean, for me personally, I Justin can speak this too. I mean, since he's been a part of each one too, and he kind of already touched on it a little bit. Like, there's so many different elements I can pull from each project that I'm working in. Where like, I I'll learn different aspects of like songwriting and like guitar playing from each. Like, yeah, you know, I've learned a lot of like technical guitar playing and like a lot of song structure from playing in a Crowleyan. I mean. A lot of the rhythm stuff and I like a lot of like the more groove heavy stuff that I write. I learned a lot with playing with scripted chaos and like, and then with one by two, again like we are the song structures and are really tight. Like there's good hooks. There's like you know the riffs are catchy. Like so everything you know, and then again like you know, I can write something. Go oh this is pretty heavy. This is too heavy for one by two. A Crowley and this would fit perfectly. Right. And like and vice versa. Like if I'm feeling like, you know, hey, I want to pull out an acoustic guitar and just kinda of noodle a little bit and I come up, ooh, I like that. Shit, let me save that for one by two, that'd be perfect. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I just it's kinda of cool because it, it kinda of frees you up creatively. Like you can play in different tunings, like I'll play in drop C and like, oh shit, this would be perfect for scripted because it's like you know, it's like a classic metalcore riff type right. sound. Like it really opens you up. And, like, playing with a bunch of different musicians, like, you, you kind of pull from everybody and kind of learn different techniques and, like, songwriting techniques and, like, um, and then the fact that we're all kind of, like, in these different projects together, like, in and out is cool because, like, we all stay, we're friends besides, you know, besides being bandmates, we're, we all, we're, we're together so much at this point, right. we hang out outside of music and, like, it not only makes, you know... It not only gives us a new friendship, which is awesome, and also in the music side of it, it gives you, like, your constant communication, your planning, your scheduling, and, like, you know, you're constantly coming up with ideas to kind of grow all these projects. Yeah. And grow them together. Like, yeah. That, it's, it's cool. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's interesting. It's like a very, like, tight, symbiotic relationship that they all have. Yeah, man. I mean, that's... uh. That, I mean, I guess that's that's the end goal, you know, is just having that that common, I guess, like perspective, you know, on everything. And at the end of the day, we're all trying to go to the same place. So it's like, yeah. And 
You're right, though. I mean, we do. It's it, it's crazy the, the friendships and and yeah, like that. That's one thing. Like, man, like it's crazy through all this. Is like shows is one thing where you take away from you know you, you build relationships and you build friendships and all that. And that's one thing that you know I, I don't want to go to the wayside no. through all this. So I'm trying to do everything I can in my power to you know what I mean. Yeah, and, and I know a lot of people are too. And I hope it stays that way, you know? Yeah, I mean, I just think back on it, it's like, you know, um, from playing in the Crowley and I got to meet the guys that way. Yeah. And then from there, it was like, hey, man, my other band I'm in needs a bass player. Do you want to come fill in? And then he meets Dave and Jesse from Scripted Chaos. And then, like, he introduces me to Nick. And then down the road, like, Nick introduced me to Alex, to you, to it's you crazy. Know, Brian. It's yeah. crazy, now we, now we got Win by Two. We got... Yeah, I feel we like got Acolian, all these projects. Acolian, like, birthed both... Well, a lot of our side projects. Like, yeah. It my just, side project. It kind of just springboarded everything. And then all of a sudden, it's like this little, like, network of these, like, similar projects. But they're all mutually exclusive. Like, they all don't... They're all their own thing. Right. Like... They are, yeah. They all... Like, we all put equal amount of effort into all of them to where it's like you know we'll promote like I'll be promoting REP with Win by 2 while I'm recording our album in Acrolean like and you know what I mean like it those things never step on each other's toes right they both have their time to shine and it's like it's it's hard to do but it you know but the way we have it with like everybody being you know on the same page it's not that hard it's not that bad yeah yeah, man. I mean, I that that's the key. I mean, everyone, you know, I guess essentially being being on that same page. But I mean, I I feel like, you know, at, at least for, you know, for me, I'll just speak for myself. But at least for me, it's like I don't find it taxing. I find it like a new challenge. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, like trying to venture off and do. I guess not even different things, but you know things outside kind of pushes your limits like, right like for me like you know like i said i've always liked pop punk i've always liked alternative and stuff so the the playing and the writing wasn't the issue right but like the switching from guitar to bass was like a new challenge for me and it was like right. okay like i know all these songs on guitar i can pretty much learn them on bass because it's you know if you can play one you can play the other but becoming a bassist like actually, not it's somebody, different, dude. It's, it's a it's whole different. different thing. Being a guitar player that can noodle on bass is different than literally being a bassist. Being a bass it's player, a huge difference. And yeah, I've I've found myself like over the past like ten months like shifting into that, and it's just kind of cool to watch. And on the flip side of that, it's also helped my guitar playing. Where like we just rehearsed with a Crowley the other night, and yeah, we we were playing it effortlessly, right. And, Kind of take you know. me take me through that practice if if you guys can because oh, my bad that, that's a little headphone uh, I don't know why that happened but <laughs> yeah take take me through take me through that practice because like we were talking about outside you guys had played that show back in June which to me it feels like that was forever ago mm-hmm. yeah so that that was your last time since and before that before, was April yeah. before that was April we did a live stream set in April right. Then June we played like a really really small like little backyard gathering. I mean, everybody was socially distanced. It was a real small thing. Right. But still, I mean, that was it was just like you know practicing with a few of our friends hanging out. Right. But still, I mean, other than that, I mean, we haven't done anything for almost two months, 
So was it all album based? Like was it all like you were preparing for what's to come or? It like like he mentioned like we jammed the title track from the album that we hadn't played yet, um, and obviously some of the songs from the album we've actually kind of already worked into our set, even like back way back when we were still you know able to play shows we were playing a lot of those songs because like you said it it had been a year process and we kept having a delay it where we're like listen like these songs are so good we don't want to let them just sit on the shelf for a year right and like like, you can only play a five song EP for so long I mean we were coming on two years it was like we gotta start working some new material in and it's funny because like people don't even realize it but they've been hearing like a good chunk of the album for a while, for a while and they probably have no idea yeah you guys were playing that uh, at, at the show mm-hmm. a, a yeah. lot of the new they pro- shit and like I said they probably yeah. they have no idea at least yeah. the people that are close to us know but like people that are either just hearing it for the first time or maybe have like heard us on Spotify or something and not seen us live yeah they were hearing that for the first time and you guys is you, you guys is three singles that are out now. They're, that's out on Spotify, mm-hmm. YouTube. They're out, yeah, they're everywhere. Yeah, Apple everywhere. Music. Yeah, we yeah, use a distro kit to distribute everything, and they should be pretty much everywhere you can stream. They're up there. Yeah, Bandcamp. So, we played, including our intro track, which is like you know, kind of short. We played six out of the ten tracks so far live. Mm-hmm. We haven't played the four. other four. Yeah, we haven't played there. four yet, but we're going to once it drops. Yeah. We're like, planning on doing a show where, but that's the cool thing. Now that we've put so much time and energy into like getting the album fine tuned and start just doing it, it, we but there's on the on the flip side of that, like we'll be at practice, just drinking, having a good time, and then we'll be like, all right, now we're tired of the album. We'll just start playing old songs. Right. Yeah, and then we'll like, break we some old shit. And it's funny because like we'll sometimes like test each other to see like we'll play a song that we like maybe wrote like. When we first started the band, like, see who can remember it, like, yeah, you know, and it's yeah. funny, like, we'll watch us all like struggle through it, <laughs> or some, or one or two of us will play it like perfectly, and we're just kind of like, fuck, how do you remember that, dude? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> man. So you, yeah, you, yeah, you played yeah, it countless, like, yeah, you. We really did play that first EP quite a bit, and like. Well, that's the whole thing, man. It's it's not like you know, like I say it a lot. It's not getting caught up in playing the same things over and over again. Because especially now in today's day in music, it's like things get in and out mad quick. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, and, and with us, like, you know, because we're still local, I mean, a lot of those songs to certain people are new. Right. Like we maybe have been playing them for a year and a half, two years, but a new person's never heard them. Yeah. And we were playing, like, a decent bit of shows in the last two years to the that point had where... had decent crowds. We you guys were, were playing a crowds. ton of shows. Yeah. yeah, we were playing, like, farther up in, like, North Jersey. We played New York. We played Delaware shows. Like, we right were playing in places... Yeah, in, in PA. We were playing newer places, so more, like, different people were hearing. Like, we were playing the same songs, but the crowd was different. Different so every so time. So to them, it was so new. So it kind and, of it felt like it wasn't And then always. what also helped, too, on the flip side, for the people that had been hearing it from, you know, since day one, you know, it's not secret, you know, it's no secret that, like, the production quality on the, on the original recordings was, you know, not what it is on these, on especially on this latest album we're going to be putting out. So when Dylan joined the band, he had helped us uh, go back and like really re-record everything and like remaster it to the point where like it got new life. It's and, night and day, dude. And I'll I'll it, say that. Right it got now, new you know? life, and like yeah. you know, to this day, like it's kind of funny. Um, 
this girl, her name's Rachel Cruz. She does like a, a, a radio show, like a metal um, streaming radio show. And she mixes in like local artists with like the bigger bands. And she had reached out in a post, I guess on like a, a Facebook group or something, to see who had new music out. And I had shared our, what like, you know, the singles we had from the album. We're always and her response, that post, dude. <laughs> her response was thanks. Thanks. I love this shit. Like, I'm going to play Devil's Advocate on my show next. Like, listen in at three. And I'm like, that's from the first EP. <laughs> and I went back and I listened to it. I'm like, all right, I got to see, like... And a lot of people go back to that one song. Right. Because I listen... And then we both listen back to it. We're like, all right, I guess I get it now. Like, it hits so much different. Why? Why? Because there was... There were so many great parts that just didn't hit the mark because... I guess, like, it just wasn't... There's a combination of when we did our first DP, we didn't know as much what we were doing two years ago, like, as a Definitely. band. Definitely. We, so we went in, like... We went in and did it pretty quick and, like, slapped it together. I mean, we did it clean, but yeah. just two the days. quality wasn't, like, the best. So right. we didn't think as highly of the music until we started hearing it, like, really fully fleshed out and produced and... Like that kind of clean yeah, sound to it, and then we were like, "Wow, we actually wrote some really yeah, cool and, stuff." Yeah, and it would be weird because like we would get down on the songs, and people would come up to us after shows and like point out songs they like, and we're like, "Shit, I, I don't even listen to that song." When yeah, it comes songs like songs we weren't huge fans of, people were fans of, and, and then, so now, and then, so now we like that and, song. Right. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> but, but then when I heard it, it's a crazy feeling. Like when we like when we heard That's it played back. Yeah. Like, when we re-recorded the songs and played them back, we're like, I get it now. Like, yeah. holy shit, like, this actually, this this actually like, hits pretty hard. And, like, you know, people saw through that and then would hear it live and be like, okay, this is what they sound like. They weren't judging us. You know, I'm sure we had people judging us on I mean, we judged ourselves. You always, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, but you like, always do. But there was a lot of people that, I guess you know, gave us a chance anyway and heard it live and we're like, oh, I, all right, dude, this actually, you know, these guys are actually pretty heavy and they actually sound, you know, pretty clean. Right. Yeah, and... Because, dude, like I said, it, it's night and day from, from you know, what you had to... to that's de- what... Yeah, it's definitely... A no, it was a no-brainer. Like, yeah. We we had decided, like, right, right as we were working on this album, we're like, look, we know, and the and and the writing's there. It's not that. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? the, the the song structure and writing was always there, and we we made that point. Like Justin mentioned that the other night, like of like all the projects we had been to up to that point, and we had been in up to that point. That was the one that really taught us like how to get like better at songwriting and like yeah, like pushing mm-hmm. ourselves as musicians to to play better and like write things that are more creative sounding and not just like, you know, getting too comfortable in, you know, what you're, what you're usually doing, kind of pushing ourselves. Like, um, you know, like we go back and we listen to like the first EP and we're like, okay, like we were definitely on the right track. And then we listen to this album. We're like, okay, this is, this is closer to what we're looking for. And now like, even after this album, we already were coming up with ideas for a third release and that's now, the best when now, you have things in the pocket dude <laughs> right. we, yeah we have all these these ideas that are just yeah. kind of in this like little bank this little pocket like you said like and now it's like okay this is like this is like reaching that 
what we're looking for, and it's like now we're off and running with it. Right. And it's cool to watch that progression, like, but in the on the flip side of that, still being able to go back and listen to the old shit and be like, all right, yeah, I can still get that. That still with bops. This. Yeah, it should yeah. still bop, and it's still like structurally and you know stylistically is us. Right. And like we can plug these songs back into a set, and people are like, oh shit, like I remember that song, like yeah, it's cool. Like for me, for me personally, I think this is one of the first projects where it was, we were less afraid to mix genres. Like we weren't gonna just be a deathcore band or just be a metalcore band. Like we have songs that sound, they all sound like a Crowleyan, but you can notice that it's a little tinge, more a certain style. Like Seeing Red's a really metalcore track. Like you can listen to Seeing Red and listen to a song like Blacklong. And they both have Ann Bentler on vocals, and they both have that kind of Acrolean vibe, but there's like, similar, there's but like that right. tinge of difference. And we were a little more, I guess, brave in doing the EP, and definitely the album in like just you know putting our foot out there and being like, we're gonna sound, we're not gonna be a band that's like afraid to sound like two different types of things, like. Yeah, we're gonna, man. We're gonna cross that bridge. Kinda. Yeah, like all like all yeah. the tracks. That's gross. They're all right there, different. You know? Yeah, but they all kind of like, they almost like follow this like spectrum of like, this is more like melodic, with like a little more technicality, and this is more like, super heavy, like super low end kind of crunchy, riffs and stuff like that, and breakdowns, and our songs kind of hit, like even song by song not even just like one song the next I'm talking like within each song right like they kind of hit that spectrum where like there may be like a melodic break in the middle and then all of a sudden it just bottoms out into a breakdown with like some crazy leads that Dylan or Justin write or like I write that you know fill that you know give it layers and it's like it's crazy like you said it's growth like yeah the, the songs in themselves are growth and then the album as a whole really shows like what direction we're trying to go while still having flavors of what we've done in the past. What you've all, yeah. So it has a touch of familiarity, but it's also like, it's also getting more like it's progressing in sound too. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, I mean that, that's essentially, I mean what you want. And if you could recognize that dude, that's, you know, that that's solid, you know what I mean? So I'm excited to, to hear this record. Um, what can people expect from... I mean, you don't have to give it completely away, but what can people expect from from the next four songs? Ooh. What do you think? So I would definitely say... I would say this. I mean, the stuff we put out so far is pretty heavy. I would say the heaviest tracks on the album haven't come out yet. Really? That I will say. So the That's heaviest tracks... That's one thing tracks. I can say without giving too much. Right. I mean, I don't know if Justin wants to elaborate. Yeah. The heaviest right. songs on the album aren't out yet. Wow. Yeah, there's... Like, there's we mentioned the title track. That That's one of them. Mm-hmm. There's another track. There's ones that are yeah, even, probably even heavier than that. There's two tracks that... And then we have one that's kind of like an interlude that's really chill. That We might end up just calling the chill track. And like, that's like one the working that Dylan title. worked on. Like, yeah, it's, it's an yeah. instrumental, like kind of an interlude, like two-minute song. But it's we a, haven't even like it's actually a really given cool it a, an official title yet. And like the working track's like chill yeah. song. Chill it's, song. It's right. a really cool groove. It's like nice. it's like, like a, a super groove, like yeah but... heavy like melodic groove and it's like a short like you said it's a short interlude track that goes into like another like yeah. pretty heavy so that we have that song we have the title track which is just 
you know, grade A Angus beef. <laughs> the slap. You have another song that we don't have a finished title on yet, so I don't want to drop it, but it's basically about, like, if you would think about how, like, the asteroid hit Earth and if, wiped out the dinosaurs. I, I kind of like, hope, if you present day the, the, that situation, that's yeah. what that's all The working title, I, I kind of hope we keep. Yeah, okay. I like that right. a lot. All right, but well, we, we, we can talk about we'll it. We'll talk to him about it. Yeah, yeah. I like that. And I then like it a lot. we have another song that it touches fits. on that style of metalcore the way Seeing Red does with mm. that kind of after the burial, Veil of Maya, like Border of Shire style metalcore. Um, where it's like kind of kind of tricky to play, but you still have those really good grooves. The the other track on that has that kind of stuff too. Yeah, like that song. Nice. So so some of our like heaviest written. and our like more technically proficient music is still unreleased. Like we saved the the best for last. Well, that one yeah. Song, yeah, that one song he's referenced. You just referenced. Um, going back to what we talked about earlier about like going to shows. Yeah. And like pulling influences, like we had literally seen after the burial with Parkway Drive and. Like, went home and were like, all right, I'm feeling something, like, in this style. It's got a little bit more groove, a little more on the metalcore side, a little bit, you know, a little more technical, but, like, really punch, still really punchy. And um, we we put that together, like, in a night, and it ended up being a pretty cool song. So that one's on there, too. Um, They're usually the best. But, yeah, I mean, we literally went to a show together and we're like, dude... I'm getting ideas. Let's just like get together and just like do it. Yeah, I have, we, to, we, I have to like hold myself back from playing everybody the album because it's not out yet. I know. Like, it's, it's I've played tough. it to a few like a couple of my coworkers listen to metal and they were just uh, like, yeah, I, I've dude, shared I can't wait to people. play like share this on Spotify and I was just like, all right, well I'm not trying to like hype it up, but it's stuff that we you know we put at least a year of time into and some of the songs like like the one track I was mentioning was something I worked on a few years before the band started. So right. we're pulling music that like we, we're we're fine tuning. Do we leave him some crumbs? We can play like Hansel ten and seconds Gretel. of it. If Hansel and Gretel. Listen, okay, I'll give everybody one more clue. <laughs> one more clue. Let's go. There's at least certain versions of some of these songs deep deep out in the in the oh way boy. somewhere. Oh boy. I'm not going to say where, because yeah, they really are just like the demos that we pass back and forth, that we use this platform to bounce them back and forth, but... There are, there are ways to listen to There are to ways to, right to, get a, to, get a ta- to get a bigger taste, but if got, people want to dig. Yeah, you'd have to check in with but the But I'm not going to tell you first. where... You have to, yeah, <laughs> you can make that gonna, work for you. I'm going to let send everybody on with a little scavenger. Friends and family I'm not going to tell you where it is, but... You can oh, get man. a little South bit Jersey, of a bigger taste than is eight, already five, officially out. <laughs> if you look, if you look hard enough, you gotta, you, you eight, just five, gotta search six. within. You know what I mean? It's kind of it's funny like it's too like that image you were showing me earlier, well, Justin, it's, it's about space, the universe. That's a whole yeah. other podcast. <laughs> but dude, we'll be on here for four hours. <laughs> but that's seriously what it's like. <laughs> Traveling the speed of light to try to find this music. But you it's know? it's funny too because it's also kind of hidden in plain sight. Is it? Yeah. Is it like, though? If you really know us, you know where to find it. Okay. That's all. I'm going to leave it at that. We'll leave it at that. And if not, like two months from now. If not, you'll, here. you'll hear yeah. it within a month or two. It will be hopefully out, I promise. Month. Yeah, hopefully a month. If all goes planned, we have it planned for like the end of next month. No more pandemics or world problems. We'll hopefully. Get it. Yeah, yeah, man. Hopefully like, fuck, yeah. bro. Yeah, dude, Jeez. we need a break. Christmas. We need to get through 2020 without like. <sighs> 
you know? Anything else happening? Ah, <laughs> oh, jeez, man. I, but, um, I'm trying yeah, to move forward dude, from here, I, dude. I want to play know? these songs live, man. I can't wait. Well, the, and, and, and that's a whole other that thing. I a thing within, like, hopefully within the year. Who knows? Well, I mean, all right. So, I mean, th- there's a couple more things that uh, I want to know from a Krollian. Um but as far as I mean, I, I know the couple birthday shows we were mentioning and and the backyard shows that, you know, you had and then that we have coming up. But, um, and then we we yeah talked about that stream back in you said April, right? Mm-hmm. You guys did that yeah, stream. Yeah. So I mean, what's what's the landscape look like for you guys? You know, as far as shows, I mean, I know we have the you know backyard like we were talking about, but. Any more streams or because I mean that's I mean Mario you know that's one thing yeah it's, it's uh, like it's, I'm trying to dive into huge. it so and yeah like, I know for us like that was one of the things that me and Justin had talked about a few days ago was like how can we do more streams and do them more like how we do them here with Win by Two where it's like pro- sounds professional live mix almost almost yeah like pretty almost. much you know yeah a solid stream that you know people can listen to and it's not like somebody's iphone that they're trying to like you know hold up to their ear to listen to because they can't hear it you know what i mean it's all right and it's all you know just drowned out with bass and like yeah and you know reverb but um because translating it dude if you can translate i i feel like I don't know, man. I feel like I I could translate it pretty well. I I mean, I, I don't know. I'm just I'm just I mean, talking been, at this. You know I mean, what I mean we, at this we, point. We've but been fortunate enough to where like the streams we have done, say on like a, sick, on an iPhone yeah. or like a, a laptop camera, have worked out. Um, and we kind of know like how to EQ our sound to where it's like we reach a certain volume. He'll play a certain volume of the drums to where we're still playing and it sounds full, but we're not like, you know blowing the roof off the house and you right and then you can't hear the stream yeah um well that's the most important part yeah like, stream you know what i mean because everybody likes to play loud you know what i mean it's yeah. fun live but when you do a stream you have to really be mindful of that and because you know i've watched band streams where they've used those type of methods to stream and it's like it's just a jumble a jarbled mess and they can be playing great I great mean, it's not their fault yeah it's just not having that ability to get a cl- clear sound. Um, but no, I mean, for us, like, we, 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 um, do you even see it as streams or do you see it as just like, all right, like, honestly, there's times where we're just, we just only. there's times where we literally are just like, we're bored of practice and we're like, yo, even if it's just like one or two songs, let's just go live. Right. Yeah, just, we, tr- we treat it like it's still a show. And like, like yeah, and like, we'll do that. Like, these... we, like, there's times we won't even, we won't even post about it. We'll just go live and just like, and we'll text a few friends on the side and be like, hey, yo, like, check Facebook. Yeah, like, and even, all of a sudden, they'll like, go, oh, shit. Like, that's cool. Like, they just dropped in on practice. And they're now they're watching us, like, it's a show. They're, they're watching us play a couple songs. Right. And like you said, we make it, we make it so they feel like they're watching a live stream show. Right. Yeah, even, even, um, with my side project, Grim Thinker, over the last couple, like, months with those kind of birthday house shows kind of things we've been doing... We've been treating everything like it was still the body snatcher show. Like the Acrolean practices we've had, we're still trying to bring the energy like there's two hundred people, even though, you know, it's us in the back room practicing because that's just what we're dealing with right now. Like yeah, we, man. We don't have the It's all pen up energy. Have, yeah, we don't have the yeah. ability to play to fifty people right now because of, you know, the current situation. So 
if we could get a stream to 50 people, that would that would be cool. And we'll we'll treat it yeah. like everybody's in the room. Right. That's I mean, that's how we're gonna come about the one, it. The one right. cool thing that's always worked for us too is like, um, most of our promotion stuff just because, for budgetary reasons and you know just like time wise like, some of the stuff we've had to do for like promotion and stuff has been, mostly word of mouth where like, um. In areas where we may be lacking some content, we make up for it by, like, Justin will go to local shows and he'll talk to people, you know, that he knows that like similar music and he pushes the stuff and, like, you know, lets people know when our shows are coming up, tries to sell tickets, like, um, you know, I'm constantly inviting people to the page and, like, getting, ch- chatting with them back and forth and, like, you know, showing them our, like, our stuff and have them send me their stuff Staying and making connections and, yeah. yeah, and, like, we play shows, we try to stay... <clears throat> Till the end, every show, because, you know, you want to support every band there yeah. and make connections and yeah, man. grow the scene together. And, like... Because, dude, you never know, man. Yeah. It's like, you can't take this... The, the, like, bro, taking shows before, like, taking them for granted. Like, we were always fortunate to always be able to play a show, but yeah, taking it for granted anymore, man. It's and like, whenever... Yeah, I mean, I make the joke, like, even just, like, going to a show, like... It got to a point where you know, like you go to enough, you go to enough hardcore shows, you go to enough deathcore shows where you're like, you're getting older and you're like, dude, I'm like almost thirty, like this hurts my body to mosh. Yeah. Or now I'm sitting here like I've had like five months of no shows where I'm like, dude, I want to like spin kick someone through the wall. Yeah, like, dude. Yeah, I'm ready to run yeah. into every pit. At the first shows that come back, I'm ready to like run into the pit. For me, honestly, I looked. I did a lot of reflecting on that. Um, there were shows we played over the last two years where circumstances came up and like the headliner band dropped, and oh, we man. drove like a far distance, the like the show? New York show. We drove, yeah. we drove pretty far yeah. and played a New York show, and there was just, you know, it was just the bands. Like there was not, there's not like yeah, a crowd. Like, the headliner and direct support at the very like we were twenty minutes out from the venue, like we <laughs> we were already in New York, like two hour and, and a half hour, and drive. the promoter. Wow. I forget who got there in the band first to check Zach, in. Zach, I think. I think it was, yeah, yeah, our guitarist Zach at the time. Um, yeah, checked in, and the and the promoter was like, listen, like you, I would let your band know, like, the headliner and direct support dropped. Like, <sighs> and but, but Jesus even shows Christ. Like that, and even like, that, like, we... I don't, I don't want to take shows like that for granted. For granted, yeah, like, you can't, like, like, yeah. Before, before you, we would get annoyed get, if yeah, you know, playing to like, four people, and now it's just like, I'd, I'd rather do that. I'm right, I can't man, do yeah. That. I, like, I'd give anything to play for four people right, right now, dude. you know what I mean? Like, yeah, dude. But we, we, still, we still played, even if we were disgruntled about a time slot or how many people were there, we still played yeah, that like, show. Like, I don't think, oh, yeah. I don't like, think we've ever dropped a show ever. We don't, we don't, we make it a point to like, We'd rather eat the loss money yeah. wise or anything and pl- have a good time. Just get your fucking music yeah, out there. Like yeah. We, yeah. yeah, we make it a point to like really make sure to treat every show like they're, you know, of equal importance because right. you never know what's going to come out of it. And like, it's at the end of the day, I mean, it's still experience. You're still getting the road experience. Yep. You're still getting the stage experience. Like, you're, you can perfect yourself that way. And like, we take those shows and kind of look at it like, okay. This is like rehearsals in a different space. Right. With a few of our friends watching. Let's just fucking have a good time and let loose and whatever happens, happens. And, and it works out. And like, I don't know. It's it's about reps we, we, too, yeah, man. You know like, what I mean? We'll, we'll play a show with a few hundred people at it and then we'll go and play, you know, the next night we'll play somewhere where there's 10 people and it's like, 
we still had fun. Right. It, you know, it, if one person's watching us play, we touched one person that... That's all you can that's, ask that's for, That's all you dude. can ask for. I mean, right. One person heard your shit and liked it and, like, it spoke to them in some way. Like, that's huge. Well, then, and then at the end of the day, too, it, it's... It's just being up on whatever kind of stage, whether you're in a living room or whether you're up on voltage lounge, voltage lounge, um, playing in front of you know four hundred people. Escape. Yeah, man. I, I, Insane, working dude. a nine to five job, it's like a double life. It's awesome. It, 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 it's, <laughs> it's just like, it's crazy. It's like having a like like a like like a, like a superhero persona. Yeah, and like Bruce Wayne yeah, by like, day, I'm like and Batman, Batman by yeah. night. <laughs> <laughs> I like it's, the, it's crazy, man. I like, like the DC really drop in there. Yeah, man, that's cool. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, man. Huge DC guy. <laughs> yeah, you, I'm ready for DC fandom. Man. You just you got like HBO that? Max. I did, dude. Shout out to HBO Max. Shout out to HBO Max. I am gonna be locking myself away all weekend and <laughs> catching up on some. Uh, well, and <clears throat> some stuff. That that's the thing, dude. It, it, it's just crazy how within a couple months, like. You know, what's today? Friday, Friday night, man. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're sitting here doing a podcast, you know, on Friday night, as opposed to if, like, like we were talking about outside, like we were playing, we we're planning on playing, booking shows, being on the road this whole Play, summer. Playing man. Shows. Yeah, I mean, the Crowleyan, we it's had. It's nuts. Yeah, Crowleyan alone, we had right. three or four shows that got canceled. Yeah. That were, that were we'd, we'd booked ourselves almost halfway through the summer Throughout. before. Before it was even spring. Cause, and the album, that was all synchronized. Like, you guys had planned on dropping the album and then going... We were going to do a release show. All, th- we all were, like, the we summer. Had a, we had a trail of shows booked, and we were planning on Leading wrapping up, up Loose Ends in right. the album as we finished out those shows. And then... Handful no, of bands a, that were interested. Run right for the album. Yeah. Just right. go right on the road. We had a handful of bands that were interested in doing the release show. We had a couple bands that wanted us to go on tour with them. Like we were going to tour the East states, Coast. Like, two, four days this, type stuff. This summer and the fall, maybe the winter, would have been like a tour for us. Pro- most likely would have been, mm-hmm. you know, we would have been booking a tour probably probably starting, you know, I would say like April or May into like the fall. Like a short little mini tour. Yeah, man. And it just, um, yeah, life hit us It's hard, crazy, man. dude. <laughs> life was like a, like a fucking Curveball. Mike Tyson hook to the face. It was like the Flyers game today. Five nothing defeat, dude. We'll, we'll get more into that tomorrow's episode, dude. Yeah, dude. Fuck, tomorrow's that was brutal. Hey, look, man. Flyers and five. Flyers and five, man. You heard it here first. Flyers and five. I'm, uh, we'll see. I hope. I, I mean, that's look, what they've I'm been playing about. well. They've been playing well. Uh, they, they don't give bad, me any reason to. Yeah, they had a bad game. Yeah. Chalk it up to that. But no, man. Um... I mean, you you know you know like I said, dude. I, I'm I'm one to I I guess be some something for something new. You know what I mean. So I'm just seeing, you know, all the crazy new fucking shit that's coming out of this. You know, through the pandemic and through everything that we've been going through, all the new integrative shit that has been coming out, and bands have been staying relevant and. You know what I mean? That's been dope to watch, you know, and and it's it's awesome, dude. It really is. Yeah, I mean, it's cool, like, from, you know, the ideas of, like, you know, people coming up with ideas for, like, driving shows. Drive, right, man. All these, like, um, all professional, that I mean, like, Suicide Silence did a whole tour, like, a virtual tour. Right. Like, that's, like, like, 
an immersive like sold tickets for each region tour with like merch exclusive to each date like that's yeah that's like really something that's never been done before right and it's cool like and it's cool it's like in a band that's like in our genre that's like a huge name in the genre like that they're pushing not only music forward during this pandemic but like we're looking at it like well shit like you know, we could try, like, something like this, because other bands that play Some similar shit. music, it's working for them. Right. And, There's like, no we, reason not to, dude. And, like, for There's us, no on, on a more to. local level, like, we can do that and, you know, give it a shot. I mean, what's 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 it going to hurt? Like, it's better than sitting here and not doing anything. Yeah. And, like, a lot of, like Justin mentioned earlier, like, a lot of the bands that are maybe going on a hiatus or, like, you know, creatively aren't really doing much right now because of the pandemic it's unfortunate because it's like that's a piece of the scene just like kind of you know yeah. taken away and like and like I really feel for the bands that like tried to get going whether it be like right before getting back together and getting going or just starting a yeah, band like dude. it's it's awful and I mean it's unfortunate and of course like you know the big bands are gonna be okay I mean, right those guys will get through it they have the money they have the the backing from these labels and like promotions and stuff well, let me ask you, if you guys each had a magic wand, when when do you see another... It doesn't have to be, you know, 300, 300, 400 people at Voltage Lounge, but right. when do you see, like, a uh, like a nice bounce back from all this? See, it sucks, because, like... Uh, I thought it would happen sooner than later. Like, as far as, like... So did I. So, my thought process was this, like... And it's, and it's obviously adjusted as the months have gone on. But, like, uh, at first, I'm like, all right, look, it's March. Let's, like, hold off for a month or two. March is nuts. We're going to go into the summer. We're going to yeah. be okay. Me too. By, like, August, we're going to be back in the swing of things. And, of course, that's getting pushed back further and further. And then, like, it got to a point where I'm, like, late June, early July, where I'm like, all right, look, if... Indoor dining and bars and all that kind of stuff and, like, even, like, other places like movie theaters and gyms. Like, if all these places can't open by, you know, going into the fall, it's going to be, like, a year. Because then you're talking about, you know, this virus not going away and also having, like, the typical flu season, the typical, like, you know, people get colds when it's, you know, the weather changes and, like, yeah you're going to have all this shit and, like... I was thinking, like, okay, the hope is that, you know, indoor bars will open because outdoor bars and outdoor dining is open. So open right like, now. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, cool. That's the first step because now bands that play these places can at least play a socially distanced set outside. Right. And it's safe and they can go about their business. Um, and then I'm like, all right, that's the first step. Now, you know, for us, it's not, it's not like we're asking, like you said, you're not asking to fill... You know, the Electric Factory. Right. Or, you know, BB&T in Camden. You're not playing hockey arenas. You're playing small venues. Right. So, like, the hope is that, okay, if they open back up, we should be fine because, I mean, it sounds kind of funny to say, but they already kind of have, like, a social distance built in. I mean, there's only a, a, you know, a small capacity that these places hold. Right. Where you can really monitor it a much easier. And... Of course, like, you know, it came to be where it wasn't safe to open and the governor didn't open in Jersey. And so we're just kind of like, well, I mean, that kind of really killed it for us right now. I mean, most of our gigs are indoors. So it's like, 
that's one thing, dude. I, I don't know if you guys would ever look on it, if life would ever um, grant the opportunity, but having the, uh, I guess, the, um, the opportunity to possibly leave the state and play in other states that offer, you know, live music. You know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah, like Delaware. Yeah, there's yeah, a lot we, of places um, yeah, right now. Well, there's that a venue in Delaware, shit. like Justin just mentioned, that we play, um, Bar Thirteen. To uh, Wilmington. You guys played there before? Yeah, we played there a few times. Um, I've met yeah. the, I've met the um, owner of the venue, and like, it's a really cool place to play. It's not too far from here. It's about a half hour drive. Yeah, that's nothing. Nothing, dude. It's honestly and, like twenty something minutes. Over and the and like it's for like metal, and it's show. like a, and it's like a pretty metal venue. Mm-hmm. A lot, most of the shows there are metal shows, and they always draw really well. Right. Um, they've been experimenting with shows. Over the past, I would say, what, a month or two? Um, and, um, yeah, like, we've considered looking into that to see. For us, mostly, it's just like, okay, you know, what safety precautions are in place? Um, how are we able to make sure that we, you know, can accommodate for all of these things and make sure everybody's safe? And, like you mentioned, maybe going to states that already are kind of open back up more than others... And are having live music, it comes down to like, are we talking a place like, like a North or South Dakota that has like, you know, a few hundred traveling ever, like m- m- at the most? Well, because it looks like, well, that like it may spike here and there, not quite on the level of like us or say like Texas and Florida, but like right. somewhere that's still like kind of has hot spots that'll, you know, come and go. Right. Um, obviously, like I said, it would just come down to, really doing the research and just seeing is the area safe? Like, what have their numbers been? Like, what are they projected to be? Um, what precautions, like I said, what precautions is the venue taking? Because, I mean, I've watched videos of shows that have been happening, and I, you would have thought they were recorded last year. Le- yeah, the set man. videos, you would have thought yeah. they were from, like, a year ago, because it's like, this looks like a normal summer. Right. And... Granted, some of them, yeah, some of them are in, like, you know, North Dakota, where it's like, okay, there's not that many cases, but still, I mean, well, we're like, still talking about we were talking about potentially earlier, dangerous. Yeah, and, and, and you, have that, you have that factor, but we were talking about earlier hitting the road, you right. know what I mean, this mm-hmm. summer, both, you know, with both projects. Yeah, definitely, yeah. So, so it's kind of just, like, boosting that plan into... Into high gear, I, and I'm just I'm just spitballing. I'm saying if nothing were to change, let's say in six months, okay. if I had a magic wand, and nothing were to change, let's say in six months, even maybe eight months, you right. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Maybe you know that's the I move because you we, can only live stream for so long. You know oh, what I mean? Listen, like it's we, not the same. Yeah, dude. we do. I mean, you know, we do it with one by two too. Like we do our best to make them engaging and fun. Right, but and like, that's at all the end you of the day, do. it's not the same. Yeah, right. of course not. Like. We all are dying to get back on the road. Everybody is. And it's tough because, of course, like, if someone offered us a show in a state that's, like, relatively lower numbers than others and would probably be safe with the right safety precautions, of course, we would definitely, you know, at least inquire about that offer we got and, like, look into it. Um, And it's tough because, like, You'll see bands doing it now, and you'll hear people say, like, oh, you know, they're ruining it for the rest of us. Like, every time you keep trying to put on a show right now during this pandemic, these big shows with thousands of people, it's like, 
you're setting everybody back because now like people see this and they're like it's becoming you know a negative thing where it's like these people are like looking at these bands like oh you're disregarding yeah this pandemic that's you know causing national public health issues right and so it's hard because you don't want to be looked at like that but you're also like well i mean we did our research and it looks safe like we'll probably be fine you can map it's it all out it's such a hard dude. it's such a it's just, it's not black and white it's such a gray area with it yeah and it's weird cuz it's like sure like if somebody offered us a tour right now like hey you can play these states right that now. we we think are safe that you know we're going to give everybody masks and sanitizer we're going to we're going to sanitize the stage after each set we're going to you know, space out the crowd. We're going to limit the capacity to half of what it normally is or a quarter of what it normally is. Like, it's it's a very enticing offer because yeah. everybody's trying to play shows. Yeah. But it's something we'd have to, like, sit as a band and really think about. But like I said, it definitely wouldn't be off the table. It would be something that we'd definitely consider. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I'm just I'm just kind of spitballing. Um, you know, if I had a... Uh, like I said, if I had like a magic wand or something like that, and and I could you know see into the future and see what the fuck was gonna happen, yes, that would be very enticing. I wouldn't, I don't think turn yeah, down and a I know, tour. Like, yeah, I'm sure I can speak. We can speak for the other guys, and we might yeah. see that we'd be definitely like Down to do. Yeah, I mean, everybody wants to play, and I, and look, I'm still holding out hope that you know this time next year we'll be. Playing again. Nah, and then that's been my prediction. You know what I mean? That's been my. That's uh, where thing. I'm at now. Because like yeah. I said, mine always changes. March, I'm, April. I'm looking at like, yeah, yeah, like like mid spring, going into the summer. We should be like hopefully back on track. Yeah. But like I said, who knows? In a month from now, we could be like completely falling off to the point where we have to go back into quarantine. <laughs> right. You know, it's, second it's wave type shit, dude. Yeah, it's something. It's you just, like I wake up every day with a different feeling about it. Like every there's some day, days man. I wake up and I'm like, oh, we're gonna be out of this in a couple months. And there's days I wake up and I'm like, is this the new norm? Right. It's crazy. Well, that's where you gotta, you kind of gotta put, you know, you gotta kind of stop reading into because i i dude i fall short of that dude i fucking read into everything and then yeah. so your opinion changes all yeah, the time and you, get, and you read both sides and you're like all right where do i fall between this like you know this person has this view on it this person has a radically different it's view. crazy like where do i fall in between because i'm not one or the other and then with music dude you got to try to navigate through all of it yeah so. and then it's like <laughs> it's a challenge i mean yeah dude yeah what do you think justin where do you think we're gonna be if you had a magic wand. If you had to predict like a timetable. I'd like to say that we could start playing shows again in spring, but it has more to do with people that aren't thinking about this issue as much as the three of us are. That's the that's the thing that concerns me. It's like people that are conscious of, you know, taking certain precautions so that we don't have to do it all the time. Right. You know, even if it doesn't, it's not cool. Like, I, I work at a store. I've worn a mask for the last six months. Yeah. It's gotten hot and gross having a beard. But I do that so that we can try to play shows in four or five months. I feel like people that are just like, no, nah, I'm not trying to do that. I was just like, well, thanks, I guess. You're kind of preventing my band from, from getting to play yeah. again. Yeah. So it's like whether you agree with it or not, like let's just all just put up with it for a little longer, and hopefully yeah, I mean, it will be done faster. Yeah. I mean, I'd like to say that with like the the cold coming in and winter, that more people would just stay indoors, and then there just won't be 
as much risk of spread or something. Yeah, I'm not you too got that big too. on like the knowledge behind you know, like how the, the pandemic has been and like how much it's spread, like the ways and all, but I just know that we're we're like chomping at the bit to do shows, but we're also like not gonna be like stupid about it. We're gonna still wait and yeah, like we're not we're not booking a hundred person party with no masks or anything. Yeah, right. We're, we're booking as, a ten as, person. As great hangout. as that sounds, and like most head. of the people that come to these like little ten person gatherings, I mean, we've all been quarantining together the whole time. Yeah, we've been within our. We've all circle. stayed with our own little yeah. inner circle It'll to where be, it's like go, we all know that we're okay at the end of the day. Right. Like we're all, yeah, we're not putting ourselves at risk. But then, like I said, you go, you can go somewhere like the boardwalk and dude it's crazy dude, man uh, it's I, nuts bro. i was in ocean city it looked like normal summer it's like no one covid what hold it's my like, beer dude there's you people know? yeah like, the, like i went to get dinner at like you know an ounce it was a it was an outdoor food court on the boardwalk but it's still like packed in between these stores where it's like this narrow little food court and packed yeah no masks like just having dinner and hanging out like it's nothing right and like Justin said, these are people that, you know, they're not musicians. They're not. Well, they don't have to think about it. Right. Their, their level of their level of it is, OK, like I like music. I go to concerts, but hey, I can't go to concerts right now. I'm going to go to the beach. Right. I'm going to go do this. I'm going to do that. Like they're not thinking about like I can't play these shows. Right. They're looking at it like, well, I'll just do something else. That's and, like 65 percent. It it. The entertainment business as a whole. Yeah. Especially music. It just sets us back. Yeah. And we're like. Like you said, do your damn part. To just get us through it so we can all go back to everything we all do. Right. You know, like, you don't realize that, yeah, you're going to the, you know, going to the beach and having a great time. And we're at home. We could be in the studio banging something out. We can be on the road touring. And now we're stuck, like, hoping that that's going to become a thing in the near future. Yeah, I mean, I... Yeah, I, it, it's it's all crazy, dude. It, it there's not there's I, it's there's like not a gray area in it. You know what I mean? It there it's like it's trying to find. Well, that something, part of it, yeah, that part of it's know? like it's hard because it's like there's there's things that you could do to help slow the spread of this thing and like really flatten the curve. And it's also like on the other hand, it's like you know. You also have no idea, like. There's a whole bunch of dude. There's a whole bunch. Yeah, of you have like no idea, man. like when it's gonna, when that curve's gonna be completely like yeah. flat. Yeah. Like you don't know, like and like. And then with it becoming super politicized, it's like. Well, that's a whole thing in itself. And that's a whole other argument in itself. It's, it's like, where do you fall on the political side of it? And then that just makes it that sets everybody back. Right. Yeah. Everyone's and, at and, each yeah, other's throats. It's just, man. It's. I'm just hoping we can get back to, like, some semblance of, like, normalcy with, you know, the previous normal. Right. <laughs> you know, dude, whatever, I mean... Whatever the hell normal was. Whatever then, whatever like, that was. Uh, dude, it's just it's just crazy to, to think about how... What was it? February 28th, 26th? Right around that date is when we were all punching each other in the head. I think it was the 27th. Something like that. Or right? 28th, yeah. You would know 27th. better than me. I, 27th. I just I know it was, was in February. I think it was the 27th. But yeah. yeah, like, dude, like you said, like, that wasn't that long ago. 
I mean, yeah, it's a, it's a six months. Six yeah. months, bro. That's radically not full, changed. Not even a full year. Life is completely changed. Where like you took for granted just walking into a store. Yeah. Now you have to like remember to bring a mask. Bring a mask. You gotta, like, or you get mask. Stand back from people and it's it's crazy and like who know that might be a thing going forward. Chances are, man, it that's probably you know what it's gonna be for the foreseeable future. I mean, I'm not an expert in so I have anyway. Up on like six different masks. Yeah, dude. I have like one that's super thick, one that's super breathable, one that's super lightweight, one that's good for the winter to keep my neck <laughs> He's warm. Stocked up, dude. For I like... have, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, and then I and then I'm looking at it, I'm like, well. If it's like part of the fashion now, fuck it. I'm gonna mine get some well. like different designs and shit. Yeah, and mine have as fun well. with it. Yeah, mine <laughs> as well. Make some and win by two masks. That's what we were talking like, about, dude. Yeah, like have some fun with it, just because it's like making the best of it, you know? Right, right, man. I mean, dude, I I don't know. It, it's it's crazy, and I don't know. Just to think about six months, six short months ago, we were all. Jamming out at a show, but I no. mean, even our win by two show was like the last. That was like the last. That was like the very last. That was show. like the last weekend of like normal <clears throat> life. <laughs> that was like, yeah, this is gonna, yeah, you're cut off here. There's nothing moving yeah, forward. Like, that was crazy, man. Like that whole weekend, like I, I say it a million times. I went to IHOP for breakfast that Friday. Yeah. We played that show on Saturday. They had a party at their house that night. I went to for St. Patrick's Day. Right, and then the next day that I was a fourteen. And then the next day I went with my buddy Sean, you know Sean. Yeah, we went to the movies. We What'd to, you see? We saw a movie. Um, that movie Bloodshot. Oh, Vin okay. Diesel. Okay. Yeah, dude. You a Vin Diesel fan? Yeah, he's cool. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's he's cool. fine. <laughs> I like Fast and Furious. He's okay. <laughs> but um, but yeah, dude. Like after that, it was crazy because like we walked out of the theater and it was just like normally like. The place is packed. Like we we went in and it was just like we walked out and we're like oh, night and day. Dude, something something bad's coming. Dude. So, you, <laughs> like bro, you, you do felt you remember, it in your gut like something ain't right. Yo, do you remember driving? <clears throat> I think we were going to pick up Bentler. Actually, we should try to call him, get him on the show. But um, that's probably too late. Probably, what time is it? It's, it's only one a.m. It's only two a.m. Two a.m. Oh wow! <laughs> but um, I don't, know. I don't think he would answer. Who knows? Fucking try. <laughs> um, do you remember going? I think we were driving him home, or it might have been when you forgot your keys at Buffalo Wild Wings. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you forgot Awful. your Awful. And, uh, dude, I remember I was driving down the street, driving down the Black Horse Pike, and um, I'm like, dude, we should wind the windows up because. So if you're, it's airborne, I'm afraid, bro. Dude, yeah, we're gonna like breathe this shit, dude. I I would go into stores and like, I'd be afraid to like adjust my mask or like right. or like if my face like I scratch my face or like I was afraid Anything. to like put my hand near my face. Right. And like, um, well, the and the realization we had with the Crowley and like we were at his house rehearsing for the shows we had coming up. Um, I think we had one show in like late March and like one was like early April or mid-April and like we had a couple shows after that even I think we were planning for the summer and all of a sudden we stopped and we're like yo check your phone dude the the NBA just decided to like stop postpone the season and just like Rudy fucking go bear and we're like alright dude (laughs) 
that's bad. Yeah. <laughs> something something really isn't right. <laughs> something ain't right. Like, dude. This Ru- is worse than we thought. <laughs> Rudy fucking Gobert. Who would have thought, man? Yeah, dude. We, we saw that because we're like both big Sixers fans. And we're just like keeping tabs on the game. Like, and then all of a sudden we just read it. We're like, dude, they're like suspending operations. Like, this is... Yeah, we could probably go home. Like, these shows are probably getting canceled. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Or like, we can just wrap up here. Yeah. Um, Without no a doubt, there's no point in continuing with this. Well, it, it's good that sports are are coming back. Um, yeah, yeah, so it's, I mean, it's by the time people see this, um, which will be, I guess, in a few short hours. But um, by the time people see this, uh, you know, we'll be going live tonight. So you know, make sure to check that out. I mean, it's cool that sports are back. You know, it's it's unfortunate the Flyers lost. Oh well. Yeah. It Let's was hope just they a rebound. Game. They rebound on Sunday. Yeah, they have to rebound, man. And tomorrow we'll watch. We're we'll watching Las Vegas and uh, Chicago, right? Yeah. So we're gonna go with the Vegas Chicago game starting at seven p.m. Um, you could check that out. So by the time this is uploaded, this would be uh, a few short hours until we go live. So yeah, yeah. But no, man. I, I dude. I mean, uh, like I've always been. You know, since I, you know, essentially got this up and running is how. How are you going to remain different? And that's been really the whole take through through this all is like, how are you going to stand out through this? Right now, when all, I guess you could essentially say, all the chips are on the table. You know what I mean? And it's like, what are you going to do that's different? You know what I mean? Yeah, like you... Like- and I, I just want to say, like, you know, having at least the album side of it and the music side of it down and it and you guys are happy where it's at that's big yeah right it's a there. huge first step because then it goes from there it's like how can we build content Con- right to, to go off this album release that'll you know not only keep people engaged but also kind of give these songs like some extra weight to them like you know a lot of people like if you go to a band's page and they have a music video or a lyric video or like or even just like some kind of graphics moving around with the song playing in the background like that kind of visual content like really draws people in right anything um and then like doing these live streams draws people in i mean doing doing different things like ways to like do them slightly differently and be a little more creative about it draws people in and like um you know we've been really trying to like make it clear that like it's something in the past that we've not neglected but really haven't we well, you, like, ne- you never had to think pr- of prioritized right and took for granted i mean like i said before like a lot of our shit we've promoted has been word of mouth and a lot of our success as a band has grown organically i mean we're at just about a thousand likes on facebook like we're pretty close to that and that's all been organic i mean i don't think we've you know, really, we've boosted a couple of posts just to try to get them out there, you know, with new releases, trying to get some people to listen. And then from there, it just takes off organically. And then. But let me just say right there. Let me just say right there, real fast. Pays real for fast. itself. Let me just say right there, because that is going to happen, by the way. You know what I mean? Any new band uh, to the scene with absolutely. new music. I mean, I, you know what you're, I mean? You're, you're starting out. I mean, you have to get somebody past your area to hear it. And the Something. best way to do it is, you know, you know, just a couple bucks, and then people see it as an ad, and all of a sudden it's like, wow, this is really good shit. Like, I'm gonna check this out, and I'm gonna like their band's page, I'm gonna check right. out their stuff, yeah. like go I've, on their Spotify. I found bands that way, too. yeah. Right. And it, like, me too. I, I mean, I get sponsored videos from bands all the time, and you, you clearly know they, they did that, and but you're like, I'm glad they did because 
Now they reached me. Right. And now I would have never found this band Ever. from Germany or the UK or even just out, you know, out in like maybe in LA or something. I would have never have heard them here in Jersey. Like, exactly. Now I'm getting exposed to something totally new that like, hey, this is really good shit. Man, this is cool. Yeah. And um, yeah, but like for us, like a lot of it's been done like through word of mouth and like. We've managed to pull, you know, pull a decent amount of people per show and like, um, you know, we'll go to shows and like we'll see people wearing our merch and like we, we play the show in Atlantic City. That's probably City. dope. I've never had it, that It's cool, man. Like we, we play the show in Atlantic yeah. City um, at Bore where the guy, um, Stephen Weiss. Steve Weiss, Weiss yeah. yeah Steve shout Weiss. out to Steve Weiss. And yeah, shout man. out to people who wear bands, uh, merch and buy merch. Yeah, for real. You know shout out mean? to anybody that has like any of our shirts, especially yeah. the dog one. The OG shirt. <laughs> Well, a few people have that. A few people have that. We see that one. We're like, wow, that's cool. So, that's like DJ. 2018 stuff. But um, but we played a show at that venue, Beret, and um, right. We had never. That was our first time playing there. We had never played there, and there was an Acrolean sticker on the door, like you know, a bunch of bands would like tag the door with their stickers, and like th- that was on there. We've never played that venue, and so like somebody literally had to put that there. And that's just cool. Like, we, we were, like, amazed. Like, yeah. did you do that? No, I didn't do that. Did you do that? No. Oh, shit, dude. That's, right. Holy shit. Like, yeah. that's cool. And it's, like... Yeah, it's a good feeling. It's man. cool to watch, like, at a local level kind of build itself and become this thing that, like, keeps growing. Yeah. And, like, you run it, like, you know, like your own little business. Right. Yeah, man. Well, like I said, man, I'm excited to... uh to see what the future has, I mean, for you guys, I mean, I, I know, like... We're excited to get it out there, man. Like, yeah. like Justin said... I, mean, I, I can only imagine, dude. A few people that have heard it, they're, like, really <clears throat> about it, and, like, we're proud of it, too. Like, it's really reflective on, like, what we're about as a band and, like, what we like to listen to on our own yeah. time, and, like, we really all kind of put that together, and, like, it's this thing that, like, everybody's had a piece on, and it's really cool. Right. And especially now, dude, like, with, with everything going on, it's like, like, we were talking about outside earlier, it's like, you could either put it to the side and be like, you know, it, this is it, this is the one-off, or, you know, keep moving forward. And in a time like this, you know, perseverance in anything that you're doing is, is fucking huge, so, um, you know, just, like I said, just for the simple fact that you're, you know, you're getting to that point and, and you're putting out this new record is huge. Cause from what I've heard of it, it's been, it's been sick. So thanks man. I appreciate that. Yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad. Yeah. I'm glad, um, it's been really cool to see like the reaction we've gotten so far from like the small, like listening audience we've showed it to. It's pretty cool. Yeah. And like, it's been crazy dude to see it from. From the first show me and you did yeah. here on the podcast, I me and you Skyped, and it was like all janky looking. But uh, from the first show we did... I was laying did, in bed with my headphones on. Yeah, your cat was like clawing <laughs> you and oh, shit. Oh, yeah, the, 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 the cat like stabbed me in the back while I'm trying to call <laughs> the, the Zook daddy, yeah. Zucchini. Zucchini, dude. Our yeah, from that to, I mean, you know, essentially, you know, to now... Um, you know, just in a few short months, you know what I mean? You know, a, a lot has transpired, so... Um, my hat's off to you guys and you know like I said I'm, I'm excited to see what the future has for you guys and and you know like like we said in the, you know earlier it's like this this whole like community type thing and that's one thing I've been pushing through this whole you know quarantine pandemic type yeah, thing yeah it's know? just it's how we're gonna get through it together I mean right. 
these bands, you know, like, we're all in the same boat where we're like, you know, we're up and coming. We're trying to get our stuff out there. No matter what genre. Even the bands that have been doing it, like us, for a couple of years, we're like, you know, we're still trying to push to that next level. Like, getting right. out of the local scene, going into, like, the tri-state scene, getting to the East Coast, then, you know, touring in the world or the country. Right. And then the world, you know what I mean? Like, you try to get to those steps. And it's, you know, the only way you're going to do it is, like, you know, going out there and supporting each other and, like, you know, really putting in the work to, like, grow it and then also, like, keep it going. Yeah. And, like, you know, um, it's, it's hard, but, like, at the same time, it's been fun because, like, we've made a lot of friends doing it where, like, I mean, to this day, they ask us, like, hey, man, like, when's the album coming out? Like, we're excited. Like, if you guys book any shows, like, let us know. We'll be there and, like, vice versa. Like, we'll go check them out. And yeah. It's it's cool. Like, it's... um Camaraderie's yeah, huge. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a community. It's a little yeah. tight-knit community, and it's cool. Like, it's, it's cool to watch it, like, continue that way to where it's not... You know, there's nobody, like, you know, putting down other bands and nobody's gatekeeping genres and, like... You know, everybody's pretty open-minded nowadays, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah, there's definitely a lot more of that, man. You know, I'm excited to see where that goes and where that continues to, you know, go from here. And, you know, pre or present or post, you know, COVID-19 or whatever the fuck. Like, you know, just keep heading in that direction, man. You know, so I don't know. I was thinking, uh, you know, I usually play my outro segment, my outro little music piece that I wrote on my phone, but... If it's alright to you guys, I don't think if I play a couple seconds of which which, which one you want to do? Whatever you want to do. Hmm. What song? Uh, wh- where can I find it? YouTube, right? Actually, yeah, that's Spotify. Yeah. Alright, um, I'll go YouTube. Hmm. Pussy red. Yeah, yeah. Alright. Yeah, yeah, you can do "Seeing Red." That's a cool one. That was the um, second single we put out. All right, let me try to find this. So this, so this is the second single off Acrolean's new album called Seeing Red. Yep, and the album's called The Human Recondition. The Human Recondition. You can yep. check that out on Spotify, YouTube, Apple Music, iHeartRadio, Pandora. You can check it out at pretty much anywhere you Mario, stream. can I say anywhere you can stream? Anywhere you, anywhere can, you stream. can stream, Justin. And, and we have a band camp, too, where we sell our merch, and um, we put up all our songs there, too. Yeah, so. buy some merch, guys. Yeah, we uh we have we have some merch in the works. Um, we definitely are gonna um print some new designs. Print some new album. designs, and then um yeah, like what we'll, we'll try to have that around when the album drops too. So keep on the lookout for that in the next few weeks, like to a month. All right. Um, hold on. I'm trying to. Whoops. again. Trying to find this on the tube. What should I type in on the tube? Probably, I mean, if you type in a Crowley and seeing red, it should come up. Let me see here. Alright, yeah, I got it right here. It's with the mouth open, right? Mm-hmm. I just don't want to play anyone else's shit. Yeah. Yeah, so check these guys out. Um... Like like we said, Bandcamp, Spotify, Apple Music, Pandora, wherever you stream music, YouTube, um, you know, um, maybe a live stream soon. 
Yeah, we're hoping. We're hoping very soon. Definitely. Um, Something. We, we haven't done one since April. Backyard we're, we're shows. Definitely, yeah. Mm-hmm. Any any little thing we can do to get our music back out there and like you know engage with people that you know have been keeping up with the band from day one and you know all the new people we've brought in you know that have heard the album and checked this out. We want to stay engaged, so like you know we we got some things in the works. We just got to figure everything out logistically right now. And and Justin real, Justin real fast uh for fan fans like our fan fans fans yeah um backyard show um some details coming for that um for um I would say keep an eye on the page uh for let's say two two or three weekends from now. I think what it was like the twenty ninth, something like that. The end of the month, like the I last think. weekend of the month. I think we're gonna do a stream, the last Saturday. Last Saturday of the yeah, month. That's what we're trying to shoot for. All right. And that'll be a multi genre. That'll be a win by two stream. Hopefully, Colian stream. Fuck yeah. Think your stream. That'll be a fun time. That'll be cool. That's gonna yeah. That's gonna be a fun one. Fuck yeah, I'm excited. A Colian. Appreciate you guys coming in. Hey, man, thanks for having us. Yeah, man, this has been sick. This has been awesome. This is called Seeing Red. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. (laughs) Seeing Red off the human recondition. Check it out.